Dalid and Simon Rish Nun Vav Siv Dalid. Um, the Mechaber was discussing the concept of a Gabay Tzedakah, someone, someone that's collecting funds for Tzedakah, and he suddenly realizes that there's a need. He was collecting for a specific purpose. And now he sees that there's a greater need in, this, in a different area, more than what he was collecting for. For example, he was collecting for he was collecting for a local um, for a local um, stock. Let's say he was collecting for a shul, and now he sees that the mikvah is in greater greater needs of funds. Is the gabe allowed to st- change that change that money that now he's able to shift it, even though he collected it from people and he told them, "I'm collecting it for a shul," but now he sees that the uh, mikvah needs the funds. Is he allowed to change that? So the mechaber told us that the Gabay Tzedakah, or if there's one individual that people are generally giving it to, is because they trust his... They, they're, they're, not, they're not necessarily giving it because they're giving it to the organization and they're saying, okay, so I'm specifically dedicating this money to Shul. Rather, they're giving money to this individual and saying, you determine what's the, most, what's the greatest need. So we give the example, someone's giving her money to Reb Chaim Kanievsky, and people are trusting Reb Chaim Kanievsky that right now, what is the greatest need? So he knows this Talmud Chacham, or he knows it's a yeshiva, or he knows it's a mikvah, um, and he, people are telling him what, the, what different needs are, and people are dumping Reb Chaim with money, and Reb Chaim is distributing money as he sees fit. So, so if that's the case... That there's that there's a specific gabai that everyone's trusting, or there's a, we we mentioned there's a, a chacham gadol that everyone's trusting. Then at that point, the, the that person that gabai is allowed to change the change the money, and and change it from one one place to another. And it's not only it's not only that there's a a gabai that he's being trusted and and. And but it's even a regular gabai, a gabai tzedakah is allowed to decide that one place has a greater need or one individual has a greater need, and he's allowed to allocate the funds to a different to a different cause. So for so okay, so, so, so I want to hold on, hold off on that on the on that question for a second because I think that I think that that's really going to come up at, at the end of this halacha, and and we'll we'll see I think that how that would play out I think that's going to be a drop different. So can can you tell me why that's the case? What you just said is the reason the reason is because we're trusting this individual. As long as we trust this individual, meaning why. Why by an ani it's different? In other words, like if somebody said to Which me, question? you know, there are three things, pushkas here, and each one is labeled. And so my assumption is that's where they're going and all that. And I see uh, Dr. Melman doing whatever, and, um, you know, and so I just assume that's all happening. And so what you're sort of saying to me is that maybe if the mikvah had a big problem or whatever, it's okay for them to, no? Okay, so, okay, so two, two points. First of all, one of, those, one of those pushkas are the discretionary fund. So that's at the Rav's discretion, and it's and it's really keeping it okay. ke- keeping it that he has he has the ability, and, and that's clearly stating that's right discretion that's good. that it's as his discretion where to put that money. So the other money is generally that that, that money. I mean, I shouldn't say generally from as from all my experience and from whatever I've seen, that money goes exactly to where it says it's going. The money going for svarim stay for svarim. The bedekabayis stay for bedekabayis. That is that is the case. That is where the money goes. Yeah. So this idea is saying that. 
technically, if the Gabay Tzaka, so let's say the Gabay in this shul would be Rabbi Weinrib, and if Rabbi Weinrib saw that there was a greater need for to keep the lights on in the shul, and the and there was no more money in the Bede so this should never happen, this should, Mr. Shemesh should never, never happen to any shul, but, so, and the Svarim Fund had hundreds of dollars, so he, being the Gabay Tzaka, he's allowed to say there's a greater need right now to keep the lights on, and therefore he's allowed to change that money over to another, to, to another purpose. Even though people gave it with, that, with the intention that they're giving it for Svarim, he would be allowed to change that over. Interesting to know what's the percentage given between each of the pushkas. How much, how it works. You're going to have to find that between Jackie and David. I think right now Jackie's more on it than, than David, so. Yeah. Okay. okay, so the so so now the Ramah continues and he, and the, the Ramah continues this halacha and saying not only is it a a regular a chacham gadol that he's allowed to change it or the that the way the mechaber was saying that we could change it from the kupa and the tamchoy was the kupa was the was was the week's food and the tamchoy was the daily food. So he's saying uh, saying that we're able to change it between those two needs. But so now the the Ramah extends this halacha, he expands this halacha. So this is not only a a very this is not only the the chacham gadol that has the ability to do this. Even every gabai tzaka has the ability to change the money based on his on the way he sees. An individual, I give money to a Gabay Tzedakah, the Gabay Tzedakah has an ability to change it. If the city, if the city um, appoints different Gabayim, So if Let's say the city appointed Gabayim and that there's certain people in charge of raising, raising funds. So now the people in the city do not have the ability just because they were the ones in charge of, and they're the board of the Tzedakah. But now they appointed one individual to be, the, to be in charge of the Tzedakah. So they are, not allowed to, they are not allowed to switch it out because right now the people that are, the people that are giving money to Tzedakah are trusting the Gabay Tzedakah. So the idea is that it's, it's a based on trust. And this is really where this whole Allah is going, is that it's a based on trust, that this one Gabay is trusted to be able to determine what's the greatest need. And therefore the, the board, they're not necessarily, they're, they're not necessarily um, informed with every single last detail of the Tzedakah. They know that they appointed this individual, and this individual, is, he's, he's the one in charge day, day in, day out. He's the one that's familiar with all the, all, all the needs. So therefore, if that's the one individual that's that's in, that's involved, then the board would not be the people of the city that appointed him would not be able to change the money. Rather, this only that one specific individual. So now this is the halacha that I think you were asking about money that was given to Ma'iskitim. So if someone gives money for they're giving it's collected on either Purim or before Pesach or they're giving money to a specific poor person 
Even if now there's another need in the city and we need to support learning and the, the Torah in the city needs to be supported and there's no, more, there's no money in that, in that account to support the learning, but rather there's money in the account from the Maizchitim, let's say it's left over from, there was extra money from before Pesach, then that money would not be able to be distributed for, the, for, for another purpose. And the way the Shach explains, the Shach says that the reason is because it says because Kivan once I once someone gives money to Aniyim, they're giving money to a specific person or to a specific group of people, then Allah is Zahu Then the then the poor people of the city, there's a certain scores that they're already owners of it. So the fact is that if someone gives gives ma'ischitim to the bezdin here, then that money is already owned by the poor people of the city. And now it comes the year, the the, the following year, then and there there's extra money. Then that money that money is still owned by the aniyim, and it would not be able to u- be used. Even though there's extra money, it would not be able to use. Then that money would have to sit for the next time that there would be a. A distribution to the to the poor people because that's money specifically dedicated, and that money would not be able to change, be changed over. So it's really it's really money going from one one cause to another cause, but for aniyim, then it would have to stick to that ani. That's that's the way the, the Ramah writes it. So now a a sad case. The Ramah says that this is um, sadly, but I'm sure that this happens all too often. They appoint the Gabai and then there's politics. If something comes up in the organization that the people are not getting along. It doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. It only happens by other other uh, other places. It doesn't happen by us. Now they're not in talking relationships and they split up. And the money is by the Gabai. So the organization is claiming that it's our money. You raise the money for us. And the Gabbet Stalker is saying, no, I'm the one holding the money. I'm going to decide what to do with it. And he says, not only that, the halacha says that I can determine, I can, I can decide what, what to do with it. And if, people, if, if people gave it to me. Need. People gave it to me. I was the fundraiser of the school. People gave it to me. I'm the administrator. And I can decide where the money goes. How often does this happen? Often. Too often, huh? This is, so that so that's the shiloh over here. We're, what happens? The organization says it's our money, and the gabe says I'm gonna, I'm going to be the one to give out the money. Oh, it's sad. In my short life, I remember this. That I remember too many times this happened. So the halacha is im hoyerishos biyada gabe He says, what was the original original? What was his original rights? What did this gabe have? What was his abilities till now? If the Gabbai, he had the ability to use this money for whatever he needed. He was able to decide if it was, able, it was going to be used for this or for that. And he, was, he had that ability to decide that. Right now he has the ability again to continue. He could take this money, walk away from the organization, holding all this money, and now I'll give it to Tzedakah, I'll decide what I want to do with it. He, he does not have to give it back to the organization, and he could say that he's going to decide how to use this money. 
However, he used to have to go back to the board, and the board would tell him how to distribute the money. He would have to go speak to others, and he didn't have the full reins on the on the money. Rather, he had to go. Uh, he had to he had to seek advice, or he had to, he had to speak it over with with other people. Then he has to follow that protocol and continue doing so. And he, meaning he still has rights and he doesn't have to necessarily give up the rights to the money, but he'll have to follow that same protocol and speak to those people. What happens that it's really, it's a, it's a bad machoikas and he doesn't have the ability to go talk to them. Or they're not going to be able to see on the, they're not going to get onto the same page. That there's still the machoikas boiled up and they're 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 both going to hold their ground and they're not going to be able to come to an agreement. Then the Allah is Yasa Hagabai Mashirza. The Gabai is going to be the guy that has Yodel Yoyna. He's going to be the one in charge. He's going to be able to take the money from the organization and he's able to use that money for and distribute it as he sees fit and be able to decide what to use what to use the money for. So it has to, he has to make sure that there's going to be a mitzvah done with his money. He has to make sure that it's going to a good purpose. But the Gabbai Tzlok is allowed to walk away with the money and he's allowed to go and do what he sees fit. And really the, the reasoning behind this whole halacha is because till now, the way we view it is that people were giving him the money, trusting him. The people that gave him money were trusting him to be to be to be the one that's going to decide, decide where this money is going to be most, most beneficial. So even now, now that the organization is, now there's an internal machlekes and there's, there's, there's things that people are not getting along and they, now they can't come to an agreement internally, but still the people of the community that gave the money, they still gave the money because they trusted this guy. So that trust was not lost, and therefore, if till now he had the he had he had the ability to decide on his own, then he continues deciding on his own where that money goes. And and similarly, if he had to go speak it over with a specific specific people, or or um, he had to make a um, the way he had to make that decision, then he continues making that decision. And if it's not able to be done, then the gabai has the ability to decide on his own. Very interesting halacha, but it's um, sadly, but that's 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 what happens. And it's not uncommon that that's the case. Could they put a star in place when they hired it? They probably should. No, but could you? Was it, could they override the law? Uh, yeah. Because I would think so because because that's what, what what that's saying is saying is really saying that people are only trusting you to collect something as as long as it's it's on our terms. It's not a case. It's not really the case. It's not really true because people are giving it to him because then people don't necessarily know his agreement. People have no clue what that what that agreement. I don't was. know that. Sometimes they give money to people. I give it on a condition, and and if it doesn't go where I wanted to go, I ask for it back. Yeah, but you would never know. Hey, you you can know with certain things like like uh, United Way has certain amounts of the things, and I say I wanted to go to this organization. I can go see if money went to that organization. See, they, they try and bury it in the big numbers, but uh, they don't give the You'll never know where your dollar went. But if I see it didn't go to the organization... How do you know? How do you know where your money went? It's very simple. If you gave $100 and the organization got nothing, you know that they didn't get your $100.
Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's very, very simple. Now, if the organization got $200, you don't know if your $100 went there or not. Correct. But, but on, on certain circumstances, you could tell. Okay. Um, the Pesachit over here brings an interesting case. Someone donated money to a yeshiva and donated money to the gabai of a yeshiva and then the yeshiva closed down. And so he wants to know where, where does this money, where does that money go? The, the Gabe is claiming and saying, I want to hold on to this money. I'm not giving back the money. We already collected the money. And, and now that we collected the money, um, I'm the one in charge. I hold on to the money. And the guy that donated the money says, give it back to me. The yeshiva, is, there's, there's no more yeshiva. So what are you doing with my money? The money I gave was for the yeshiva. And now, 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 now what do you do? So in this specific case, what happened was, so I'm not sure what the Allah would be general, generally if the, if the story would stop there. In this case of the Maram Galanti, the story was that the Gabai went and reopened the yeshiva. And even though it wasn't the same yeshiva, it was a different yeshiva, but he opened up the same. Yesh- uh, he opened up a new yeshiva in the same place. Mm-hmm. So then, the, so then the psak was that the even though you gave it to one yeshiva, and that yeshiva is gone, but now the money was distributed to the to a yeshiva in the same place. So therefore, you don't get your money back, and the gabe has the ability to decide. Well, that makes sense. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I mean, okay, it makes sense because that's what he says. But why do you, why, why do you say it makes sense? Well, so he, he doesn't say any reasons behind this halacha. I, I, can, and, see, I can see the reasons on both sides. The reason that it makes sense is because you gave money to Yeshiva for you know specific uh, um, purpose of learning and such. And the Yeshiva that he started up Maybe they don't learn as many hours in the day. Maybe you're figuring like it. Okay, so you're saying, but 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 it but it's still in the. It, it, it he didn't go from apples to oranges. He just maybe it's a smaller apple. So, so, so let's say he did go to apples to oranges. He has the ability to go to apples to oranges, right? Only if the other one has a much greater need. He can't just. Go no, to he could decide if he if he if he feels that there's a different need. And he could do that, right? So right now, there's no, the yeshiva that was given to. There's no need that is more important at this particular. Well, it's time. Gonna, it's for it's sure going to be more important than yeshiva that's no more. There isn't a yeshiva. He started another yeshiva there, so it's not no more. Right. It, so the original yeshiva. What was the original? So that that it's so this, great. It's a greater so this, purpose than no, the old yeshiva that's not here no, anymore. No, because this new yeshiva needed funding to start. So that is a greater purpose. It's more of a need. It's a greater purpose than a yeshiva that closed down. That's right. It's more of a need right. because the other yeshiva closed down. To start one is more of a need than to give to one that is right. closing down. Okay. And, uh, and, and he has to give to a greater need, not to a lesser need. Okay, it's 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 it's, 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 it's at his discretion. He's I'm not sure I'm not sure where you got it that he has to be a greater need. It's his his ability to to determine that. Whatever he wanted, like previous halacha said that. Whatever he wants. He could take the money and open a charity shop. A pizza shop. A pizza shop. If he feels if he feels that that's a mitzvah, then he could do it. 
<laughs> so maybe people have a mitzvah out of eating pizza, then he could do it. Right. Okay. So if it, if it was over here, then so the, so he's saying over here that it has to that it it makes sense that it should continue and it should, and it should follow the same place. Yes, it would make sense, but doesn't? But he's not. Right. So I'm not sure what would happen if the yeshiva didn't the, the, didn't reopen. The guy that has the ability to just hold on to my money. No, to give it to wherever he feels fit. He has to give it. It's not his money. Right. So as he sees fit to give it to himself. <laughs> I wonder how many times at, that at, at, that, at that point, <laughs> at that point, we pull pull away his license of being a gavay. He already lost it because the yeshiva's gone anyway. <laughs> <laughs> for any other reason. Okay, yeah, um, yeah. That's that, that's when we say we don't trust him anymore. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm not I'm not sure what would happen in that that case. I mean, I guess I guess you're right. Is that it's at his discretion, and as long as he was trusted, then he has to just go give it to a different place, to a different different organization, but. We don't give back money. Someone donated money to Tzedakah, it's already Tzedakah and it's already given, and we don't say, okay, so now now you're going to get your money back, even though that organization is not here. Well, there are times when people give it on that condition. And then if it was given on that condition, then you're right. Then, then, then that's, but otherwise, they're not going to give back. For a specific chasna. Because the chasna doesn't happen. That's what I mean. Okay, so that... So do you, are you entitled to your money back, or they can give, take the money and give it to another? I think they can take the money and give it to another chasana. I think they can give it another chasana unless unless you made that specific condition that I'm only giving it to this one, which which would have which could happen is that I know this I know this family, so I want to help out this family. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. And meaning of that spoke to me more than I don't. I don't necessarily have the means to. To give this much to just in general to Hassanam and Kalas. So this one spoke to me and I know them well. So I'm giving specifically to this one. And and I'm I'm taking out more than I more than I'm able to to give it to them. So if they're so now they're not getting married, I could hear that. I could hear that I should get my money back because I'm giving on. That's I think I would view that as I'm giving on a condition that it's it's for, specifically for them. If they don't get money, they, they don't get married now. Then, well, isn't that a gift as opposed to a charity? No, I'm giving I'm giving charity. One second, would you say I don't get a tax deduction for that? I'm not sure. You're talking about simply people getting married, right? Right. So I'm not giving it to the. I'm giving it to them because there's a a poor kala. She can't afford. She can't afford a chasana. Okay. And there's a mitzvah of a kala of, of of enabling a, a, a girl to get married. Right. That's on. So marrying her off as a Cooper hair th- um, thing on email. Uh, someone wanting to get married like that. So what happens if there's enough money collected and more money comes in, and Cooper hair just keeps it? So they're not supposed to just keep. No, so I think I think so. I I think that in general, if someone's giving to let's say Kuba out of here, then I'm understanding is I'm giving to the organization. Right now, they're collecting for this specific kala, yeah. and then next week there's going to be a different kala that's going to be in need. So I'm simply granting them the authority to do that. 
Yeah, I think so. Unless, unless you tell them that I know that I'm giving it to you specifically for this wedding, and if and if you're maxed out of this wedding already, you have the full the full the full funds that are needed, okay. or the wedding doesn't take place. Each one of these appeals online comes with like a page of the fact that this, that, and whatever happened, and so so that, that, that that's, that's why I'm giving. I haven't studied here in terms of what, what you are teaching us, and so my assumption is that's where it's going. And if they they bet, then they can I, even tell how much it is fifty thousand. So I'm fifty thousand and one hundred. Give me back my hundred. So if if you tell them that, then I think they would have to give it back if they maxed out. Okay. I think what they would do is they're going to give they're going to take someone else's money and keep it for themselves for the next next wedding, and they'll use your money for well, this wedding. Well, there, there, there's there's the simpler cases like uh, for instance. Uh, some people would get together and they're going to get a gift for, um, you know, some wedding that's taking place in town. And, you know, so uh, let's say you have these five women that chip in and then, um, you know, one gives more and the other one doesn't have it that so way. It's very different if you're gifting money than, than giving, than if, so if, I, uh, if I'm just going and giving a gift. Yeah, okay. Then... Then it's it's totally out of these halachas. It's it's, it's halacha of, of giving a gift, and now the money wasn't needed. So now, where should that money go? So that money should probably go as continued as a gift. So give. So it was only a fifty dollar, uh, a fifty dollar dish that you're that you're gonna buy this buy this young so you couple. Give a, a five dollar gift certificate. So give them an extra five dollar gift certificate because because you have an extra five dollars. But it's not it's not up to the. I mean that that's because we're all raising funds together and we're giving a gift. It's not a stucco concept over there when we're raising. We're, we're trying to collect for a gift. Okay, let's continue. Sif hey. So Mishi Yashav in Medina, we've mentioned this halacha a little bit already. Um, we've come across this idea of how long does a person have to be in a city to start receiving funds. Number one. Number two is, how long does a person have to live in a city to be obligated to give funds? So, we're familiar with the concept of the halacha in Hilchas Pesach. In the beginning, right in the beginning, this is the concept of Mitzvah Mois Chitim, is to support people, support families that are in need for Pesach. And over there it says the halacha is that someone lives in the city for 30 days, is obligated to give, and someone that lives in the, in the city for 30 days is considered a resident and he receives money as well so let's see this halacha it's um it starts off a little different and we'll see the idea of where that halacha and halacha's pesach comes from as well someone lives in a city for 30 days we would force him to give tzedakah lekupa in Bnei Medina, he has to join everyone else. Once, it, once he's a once he lives there for 30 days he has to be giving just like everyone else but what does he have to give to? He has to give specifically for the kupa. The kupa was the weekly, the weekly fund that was distributed to to the poor. Yasha Sham Gimel Chadashim. Once he's a resident for three months, then at that point we add on his level of responsibility. We don't dump everything on the first day that he that he moves in. The first month, the first. First month, we, we give him the responsibility of the kupa. After three months, we give him the responsibility of the tamchoy. Yasha Sham Vav Chadashim, once he's there six months, then Kaifen Aisai Litein Staka Piksos Shem Chasimba Anyayir. Then he is responsible for clothing of the poor people as well. Now, Yasha Sham Tes Chadashim, once he's there nine months, 
Then Kaifen Isaelitin Stakal Kfura. Shekaivrim Ba is Haniam. Then now he's obligated to join and give funds towards burial of the poor. What's this idea of that we're giving different dates and it's, it's either either once he's there 30 days or, or, or 90 days or 6 months or 9 months that all these, all these different numbers this is all when a guy comes to the city and he says I'm not really living here I'm just passing through I'm not really becoming a resident I'm here temporarily it's he does not want to settle here. Rather, he's just living here temporarily, but he's not settling here. A person's coming to, to the city to settle. Then immediately, the second he comes and, he's, and, he, and he decides, an individual comes to the city, he purchases a house, he's here to stay. Then at that point, the is, immediately he falls on, falls on him all the responsibilities of tzlaka, and we don't give him this timeline of setting up dates. And similarly, residents of a new city, if a, a new city that was that was built up, and people move into this new city, then at the same time, then as soon as people move into the city, and their their idea is that they're moving in to settle there, then it's the same same halacha. Then we would. We we give them the full responsibility immediately. So now the Ramah at the end of the halacha says the Yeshayimrim. In today's day and age, everything goes with thirty days. That we don't have we don't have different timelines and we don't differentiate between someone that's what his idea is if he's coming as a permanent resident or a temporary resident. It's across the board, the Ramah says, that once someone's here for 30 days, at that point the halacha is that he's responsible to join and, and help out the poor people of the city. And once he's responsible to pay for the poor people of the city, then it's for everything. Then all the obligations of the poor uh, fall on him, and that is the halacha that we follow, and that is the halacha in Hilchus Pesach, that's the way that it's paskind in Hilchus Pesach, based on this halacha, the way the Ramah says it over here, is that we do not go with the different different opinions of the Mechaber, rather we go bismanazah, is everything is a 30-day basis, once someone's here for 30 days, he's obligated to help out. Beryl, you're here for 30 days? Possibly. Okay. That's why I leave 10 of <laughs> very good very good it depends if you travel often enough then <laughs> very good